Ben Cullen, Ben Cullen, Ben uh, Okay. Uh, starting over. Oh, Paul's calling Ben, and Paul's calling Ben. Ben calling Ben, calling Paul, calling Ben. Some of these don't work. That's Paul Goody. Hey, Ben Lawrence, how's it going? Good. How are you? Ah, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> High praise. It's Sunday. It is Sunday. The last day before fall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh and it's it's quite the fall day here in Seattle. It's been drizzly, rainy, overcast. Yeah, it was nice and 70 here. degrees yesterday. Same here. It was really hot uh yesterday and today it's been rainy and uh wow. Kind of cool. Well, you know, our so, two cities are more alike than we than we can admit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although I'm still parking for free everywhere, so that's something. <laughs> so am I, but that's just because I do not own a car. Hey, that's you have actual workable public transportation. Well, kinda. There's and there, there's things a, within walking distance. There's a thing here. Well, that's mostly the key. But there's a uh, there's a thing that's happening here. One of the reasons why I got rid of my car is because yes, we have you know viable public transportation. To most parts of the city, and I live in a place where I can walk pretty much everywhere I go. I need to go, yep. but if I if I needed to drive somewhere, there were three car sharing services. There was Car to Go, Reach Now, yes. and Lime Pod. And Reach Now ceased uh, services in Seattle about six months ago. And I got uh -huh. an email from LimePod saying that they're going to stop at the end of the year. So now there's only car to go. So I'm a little nervous because uh, in the heyday of six months ago when there were three car sharing services in town, uh, uh -huh. car to go is always the least visible option. But now they're mm. the monopoly. And so it's it's I'm a little I'm a little perturbed. Well, you know, it, one of the things, uh, and I, I think maybe there's video of it, because my memory of it is better than my memory of other things. And so I think I watched a video of it. Of you guys dropping me off at a car to go? Yeah. Like, after we had our bumper shoot. Thing. It was after bumper shoot. I can't remember if we, if we dropped you off at a car to go or if we just walked with you to a car to go. Oh, that might have been it. Yeah, but that yeah, I was using car to go back way back then. Yeah, way back then, so way no back when they were wonder. smart cars. Yeah, oh what, they aren't smart cars anymore? They're no longer smart cars. All the car to goes are Mercedes. Ah, oh, man, that's a <laughs> different experience. It is a different experience. They're nice cars, don't get me wrong, but the smart cars were easier to park. Yeah. Yeah, they were easier to park, but um a little scary to drive. I w I won't um, just because you, you really feel, um, right. Exposed. There's, That's the only way I could say it. Like yeah, if somebody were to hit me, I would have, this car wouldn't protect me that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it would protect you some, but, uh, yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of car to absorb the impact. I think about it all the time that if someone were to attack me and Edward was around, <laughs> Edward would probably try to protect me. Uh, he try. But again, he's 10 pounds. Yeah. And very small. So I don't know how that would uh, how that would go. Uh, don't let him listen to this podcast. Hey, he, well, you he, know there is a, a day's coming when uh, 
pets will be able to listen to and understand podcasts. Yeah, I know. Oh, and that day, uh, probably he's just going to listen to, like, My Favorite Murder. <laughs> I think that's a podcast. I, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Because uh, here, it's it's a podcast. It's much like, um, you know how everybody has a band that they that they bag on or whatever? Okay. Um, I only know My Favorite Murder because people mention it when making fun of crime podcasts well that's a i mean true crime i think it's because it's sorry go ahead true crime podcasts are super big right now yeah and i think that's what it is is that everyone's you know you get jealous of the of the people who are you know famous and big (laughs) especially if you've been doing your thing for a really long time and you haven't gotten famous or big I'm wondering if these true crime podcasts are just people reading Wikipedia articles. Um, I can tell you, and oh boy, this will be a this will be a good thing. Um, Jennifer listens to a lot of them. Yeah, and one of the things that she finds frustrating is that sometimes the hosts will decide they're going to talk about uh, a famous case. And she knows more about it than they do. <laughs> and it's frustrating because it's like, well, I guess no one really knows that. And she goes, no, you could know this. This has been solved. People know what this is. Just look it up. That kind of thing. Right. Uh, Jennifer, by the way, for those of you who are listening to this for the first time, is Jennifer Pratt, my wife, also known as Jennifer Fact Checker, who is, as we speak... Listening to the last podcast and finding if there's anything that that she needs to comment on that we've said. So we might get corrections near the end of the show today? That is correct. All right. Oh, um, and and also I found out, um, and she might mention this, I don't know, but you know that thing about how... Like there's brain activity, like if you're going to pick up a, a, a mug... There's brain activity before you say, I'm going to pick up this we, mug, and then you pick the mug up? Yeah, we tried to talk about this last week. Um, I, I now can can talk a little bit more intelligently about it. Did you uh, do some I research? Because I read through the entire article. Um, not really. I mean, I read through the article not for the podcast. I just you read through, actually on read an article. through the article. Where was this article published? Uh, um, this article was in... Anti-Vax Mom Monthly. No, 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 no. It's a, it's, it was an actual uh, <laughs> journal like of science York and medicine. Times or something. Okay. I don't think it was the New York Times though. Um, the New Yorker. But, the New York Post. But the basic, the basic thing is this. Um, so I was right about the idea that that they're they can measure. The basic idea is this: they can measure brain activity. After the the tap happens, so the idea is that there there's somebody and they're telling the person to to just pick a finger to tap and then tap it, right? Yeah. And they can measure the person's brain waves, and they can measure um, the actual tap itself, the impulse to tap, right? But okay. they can't measure the brain activity leading up to the tap. At least they couldn't at the time. This is back in the 60s, right? So, so what they did was uh, they 
hooked up a thing that's just monitoring the brainwaves all the time, and then they monitor the tap, and then they sync them up, right? And so before the tap, they're seeing, you know, this, this uh, activity, right? Now, here are the two things that I got wrong. The first one is that people had been using this flurry of activity and then the tap as a, oh, as a, as a basis for another experiment where they said, okay, we want you to, to tell us when you've decided to tap your finger, right? And what they found was the little flurry of, of neurological things happen. Then they decided to tap their finger and then they tap their finger. And what some people tried to do, and I have never, as far as I know, done this. They were trying to say that, that there is no free will, that you <laughs> couldn't actually decide. Now, now my take on this, uh, and I think if you listen to me in the past, this makes sense. Uh, my take on this is, was always that the voice inside your head that goes, well, now I'm going to tap my finger, is uh, uh, an illusion or a byproduct uh, and you actually make the decision without engaging your language center, right? And so, and so you, it's you, right? But the you, I have quotes around it. The you is kind of an illusion, right? You, you've decided that you're going to tap your finger uh, before you go, I'm going to tap my finger now, Right? That was my interpretation of the of the thing. It turns out that I got uh, a, something wrong about what the people thought that they were proving. They thought they were proving that that you don't have any decision making capability, which is silly. And I don't think that's what the original researcher wanted to do either. And I'm wondering if the person who wrote this article kind of is playing a little bit loose with the facts. But according to the person who wrote this article, uh, philosophers are using it to say that we don't have any free will. So, uh, fine, whatever. But what the new study is, and this is what why the article is written, what the new study is, is somebody is suggesting that because the, the original researchers were actually trying to prove that there is a, a, a generation in the brain, like a generative thing, where we're not always just reacting. We can actually act as well. And so Meaning the there idea is was... Will. Right. So, the, and this is the big thing, is that a lot of things, like when I, was, when I was at the University of Missouri, Columbia, I helped out in a lab, and the idea was that when a light appears on the screen, you press a button. It was testing reaction time, right? Yeah. This test that they were doing, uh, there's no light. You just press it whenever you want to, basically. <laughs> and that's what he they were trying to afterwards? do. Uh, it, <laughs> I think you got a check or some grades. Uh, that's the thing is that if you're in the psychology department, you have to usually participate in some experiments in order to get um, credit for some of your classes. Anyway, that's how, so that's that's what I did. So so anyway, but the idea is that you're, you know, so you're pressing this uh, this button whenever you feel like it. And what the new people who who did this this other study uh, suggest 
is that the whenever you feel like it, quote unquote, uh, is so, so there's always this mental noise, right? And the idea is that they see this peak in the mental noise before you click, before you hit the button, right? So the, the mental noise peaks, then you hit the button, and then when you hit the button, there's this huge crash, right? So there's a gradual buildup and then a boom, right? And the idea is that the gradual buildup, this is what the guy was saying, the gradual buildup is the brain, or not the brain, but is the precursor to you making the decision. So something in your head knows you're going to make the decision before you do. And what they suggested was that that actual lead up that you're doing is a, uh, a gathering of potentialities. So the idea that you are more predisposed to make a move with your finger because there's like a ebb and flow. Like if you think of the surface of, a, of the ocean, how the waves are always kind of moving and moving and moving, right? That's how our brain works. It's always kind of moving. It has, it doesn't stay still. It's always kind of moving. And the idea is that when, when you choose to tap your finger, that's when you're more predisposed to move your finger, which as I say it out loud, still sounds a little bit like people don't have a choice of when they do things. Uh, which is interesting. Well, I mean, but, do you, it, that's the uh, that's the question, right? You know, is is your is is your brain you? Yeah, and and I still I I I don't think that this new revelation has really changed my thought, which is that we have a we have a sort of a hallucinatory self, right? Uh, a character, if you will, that we play. And so when we do things, and this is all, this all goes back to the time when I was working in a movie theater and at the movie theater, there were these kids who were peeing on the sinks. (laughs) Okay. And I said, what are you doing? And they're like, I don't know. (laughs) And I, and at the time I was like, you know what? I don't think you do know. I really think that, that you decided to do it and there is no rational reason for doing it this is all pure impulse this is all so so yeah asking someone to explain their actions when they're peeing on a sink you know what are they going to say all i was protesting our middle east policy you know no there's nothing you're so you're you're full of sorry about that dog uh i just uh just pee on the dog foot down on him you know (laughs) exactly how do you like it? No, no. Um, but but so that was that's that's the basic idea that yeah I think that that sometimes we just do things and then we use our higher brain functions to rationalize why we do it rather than so you know, accept the fact that some of our stuff is uh, so the brain the brain yeah. uh, the philosophy of the brain is basically shoot first and ask questions later. Uh, we'll shoot first and then come up with a, with a story later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, um, like you're running late, right? And you can't, when you show up, you can't just say, Hey, lost track of time. 
uh, now I'm here. Now you can, if you're, you know, a certain type of person, uh, again, uh, thinking of my wife, Jennifer, Jennifer fact checker, she will say, I, I don't know, I'm late, you know, so what? Um, but for a lot of us, we have to come up with a reason, right? Even if the person doesn't buy the reason, we still have to come up with one just because that's kind of how we work. Well, yeah, as it's, a it's, a, it's a, it's a person's inability to take responsibility for their actions. Right. Or, or not even that, like, like you, like if I just say to you, yeah, I'm late. And then I don't attempt to explain why I'm late. There's a societal pressure there, right? Hmm. I mean, I, it would be considered rude. I'm being uh, impolite to you. Right. Or whatever. You are disrespecting my time. In the same sort of way, if we do something that is, quote unquote, out of character for us, something that we normally wouldn't do, the person that we think we are wouldn't do. We come up with a reason to explain it. Yeah. And I know there there are people out there that don't that don't do that. They they just do what they do and that's what they did. And I don't know if organized religion has something to do with it, but I, I know that <laughs> when I was a kid, I was a good boy, quote unquote. I was a good good person. Some, and you and you do two things in that way, right? You're about to make a decision. Sometimes you ask yourself, is this something that a good boy would do? And if it isn't, you stop doing it. But if there's an overwhelming urge to do something, uh, especially if you're distracted or whatever, and you do it without thinking, you have to come up with a reason why you did it that fits in with your worldview or else you're going to go a little crazy there was a phrase a pretty popular phrase when i was a kid that uh, other kids would say when caught doing something they shouldn't have been doing and they would say the devil uh -huh. made me do it oh yeah yeah flip wilson uh comedian um contemporary of bill cosby i think i th i believe he had an actual album called the devil made me do it ah um do you do you know Flip Wilson? Are you familiar with him? I know of Flip Wilson, but I couldn't I couldn't tell you any of his routines. Yeah, I think he dressed up as a woman sometimes. <laughs> like he had a character. Uh I think she had a woman's name too, like Gloria or Geraldine or something. Anyway, uh speaking of I'm not sure, it's time for the the sort of now secondary uh, or third, I guess, um, regular feature. Let's see if Paul knows anything about the news. Oh, well, this is a semi-regular feature. We've we've done this before. Like now, I before three. I have three been using ago. Twitter, uh, and I have been looking at Reddit, but I really haven't been doing much news stuff. So there's a chance that you will be able to stump me. Okay. Um, I want you to talk about um, it. It. I usually ask you to talk about the the uh, biggest news story, and let's try that again. See if that works. Even though you know it may not be. There may be. It may be hard to tell what the biggest news story is, but give it a shot. Well, the, and we'll see if I know it. T 
two news stories coming out this week uh, jumped okay. to my mind. Uh, the first we can one, do both of them. Yeah, Let's. the first one is uh, well, they're both about world leaders. Oddly enough, okay. The first one is um, a picture came out recently of a certain world leader. Yes, being, I know this one. Okay. And, and it's, this it's, is uh, it's Trudeau. Yeah, Justin Trudeau in Canada, and uh, he is he has. Uh, I'm I'm trying to use the uh, the terms that his publicists use or his uh, his people. He had darkened his skin uh, in uh, the service of a costume <laughs> because he loves dressing up. And I think he sort of apologized. He apologized. The problem with this is it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I don't know the entire story. It's not like it was like last year, but it was, you know, it was like in the late 90s, early 2000s, possibly, when dressing in brown face, which is what people are calling it, um, was was still considered a non-starter. Don't do it. Yes. Um, but it was done. And uh, uh, one of the... Th- I'd, now, I haven't read any news stories about this. You know, if this if this picture has been floating around for 20 years or so or more, why is it just now resurfacing? Well, something that I heard was that uh, Trudeau is up for re-election. Oh, and so nuts. The timing of this... The timing of the release of this picture is very intentional. You know, here's the thing about Trudeau, which is very interesting to me. Um, I've, I've stated this before. Um, when people... Granted, I was only there for six months. So that's a long time. Or maybe five months, now that I think about it. Yeah, five months. Um, people, whenever things go badly in the United States, they always say, oh, I'm going to go to Canada. I'm running to Canada. <laughs> Um, and the thing that I have to say to them is that I'm, I know a lot of people in Canada, uh, met a lot of people in Canada. Some of my best friends are Canadian. They don't like being in Canada lots of times. (laughs) They're, they have problems with conservatives in Canada, just like we have problems with conservatives here. It's just that the, their version of conservatives, um, don't always uh, have the same level of whatever it is that we don't like about conservatives, if that makes sense. Um, Like Michael Moriarty, uh, who was in Law & Order. Do you remember him? No. Uh, I think Sam Watterson replaced him. I never never watched Law & Order. What? Oh, that's crazy. Never. Oh, never cra- have I ever seen into a an new episode, episode of, of Law of and Order. How dare you? <laughs> um, so anyway, but but he was an American actor, I believe, uh, moved to Canada and was a conservative politician, might still be hmm. for a while. And, you know, the same sort of things, you know, immigration, that kind of stuff. Um, someone wrote an open letter to Trudeau saying... If you want to uh, really apologize, maybe you should uh, have better immigration policies. Uh, one of the things uh, that the person mentioned, 
uh, people in the United States who, um, like, uh, minorities in the United States applying for asylum in Canada right now hmm. uh, are getting turned down, and that's something that they want to change. I was watching a TV show last night uh, when I got home. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm super busy right now, so I've not been watching, yeah. like, TV that uh, I want to need to pay attention to. Like, I want to watch the new Dark Crystal TV show on Netflix, but that's something that uh, I want to, like, be invested in. Last night, yeah, I uh, just I got a couple undone. That was pretty a, good. I got a couple of TV shows where it's like I'll turn it on, I'll sit and I'll watch it, but I don't have to think about it. I don't have to, you know, like. So th there's, this, and I know that probably if I stop interrupting, you're going to tell me what it is. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah, think. Um, <laughs> so there's Sorry. a TV show called Rust Valley Restores. It's a it's about this this Canadian, this guy in Canada in BC, I think, who uh -huh. basically just you know it's one of these. Discovery Channel type shows where I feel that some of it's scripted, but it's you know they they're just rebuilding cars, and I you know that's a good yeah that's a fun thing for me to just sit back and and relax and watch. And I watched the an way that you can oh sorry I watched sorry, an episode last night where they took a car to a demolition derby and yeah. spray painted on one of the cars was Trudeau sucks. Which was wow. interesting because I guess theoretically I knew that there were there was an opposition party in Canada, but when Trudeau was elected, I yep. got the feeling that all of Canada loved him. Yeah, and they did. And here's the thing, though: lots of the people who don't like Trudeau are actually on the left now. Oh, really? Yeah, like he's a little bit too. Uh, <laughs> Um, there's a guy, oh, I can't think of his Boy, name. It who, starts with a J. Who would have thought? He's a Sikh who's be, running against him. Who would have thought that being in power actually makes you more centrist? Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, there's a Sikh who's running against him. His name starts with a J, and I can't remember it. Um, a Sikh? But yeah, a Sikh. Okay. And he's like number three, I think. Um, like he's a, he's a, he's a, He's an option, is and he, people are... Is he already in Parliament? Is he just a member of uh, I don't, their government? I don't just... know exactly. Um, I know that they... That, um, that they were running a news article about what he thinks about what Trudeau did. <laughs> and... People are saying he's kind of a class act because he's like, I would, I would love to meet and talk to him about it in private. You know, he's not gonna, he he hasn't said anything about it in uh, real. Like, he could, if he were a United States politician, he could use this to kind of bury him. Right, and he's not doing it. Uh, which is why lots of the Canadians are like, this guy is great. Um, Somebody with integrity oh, so in the government. Yeah, exactly. How would it go? Um, what else do you think? What else? Uh, what's the second one? Oh, um, this was a uh, a whistleblower talked about something that Trump said in a phone call. Ah, yes. I know this one, too. So, yay, two out of two for me. <laughs> All right. Um he tried to get 
the Ukrainian government to find some dirt on Joe Biden? Yes, but I think it's more complex than that. And again, this is something where okay. I don't really know all the details. I've just been kind of gleaning the news off the top uh, from what I hear on NPR. But I think it also had something to do with Trump doing a favor for Ukraine, like lifting sanctions or something. So he oh, said, we'll do if this you, if yeah, you do that. It's if it's yeah, yeah. just quid pro quo. If you dig up dirt on Joe Biden's son, then I'll lift sanctions on you. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I've got one for you. Okay. Bring it. Okay. So you, you're familiar with Yang, yes. uh, Democratic uh, guy. Um, perhaps, perhaps the nail in his coffin has has happened we don't know for sure but it's not looking great what is it that he said that got him in hot water um does this have to do with that fired saturday night live cast member uh no no it doesn't okay um although uh you know he he did as as you know uh famously uh said that he didn't think he should have been fired. Yeah. Uh, and he would be glad to talk with him. So the only other thing I know about uh, Yang that has come up recently was in this uh, um, news story I was listening to where they said that he he um, sometimes pulls out a stereotype and he says that because he's Asian, he knows lots of doctors. Ah, no, no, that is interesting, but that is not the thing. So, um, wide, wide uh, support for Yang uh, is coming from uh, people who like business, but also like um, sort of progressive stuff in certain ways, if that makes sense. People um, who like business, but also he, like progressive stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from the... Okay, I'll say it. Uh, libertarian people. Okay. Libertarian people are... I was going to say like business and like weed, but weed is becoming legal now, so it's a little <laughs> bit more... Um, but he, he's got a, a large following of people that are libertarian. Uh, and so he kind of made some waves when he said that he thinks pornography is wrong and... Parents need better tools for making uh, sure that their kids can't see it. Ah, oh, I had not uh, heard that. Which sounds, you know, a little bit too much like censorship for the <laughs> folks who don't think you need a driver's license in order to drive. <laughs> so, oh, so it should be the interesting. nail in his coffin amongst libertarians. I'm, uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure because. He did say parents need tools. He didn't say that it needs to be banned outright. Right. So I, uh, if, if you're in the pocket for him, I think you can think around it. Right. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, so, so that's the one, the one news article that I read about. And, okay, so here's, here's why... I think it's it's funny, uh, and you'll have to look online to get the uh, the true thing, uh, the the actual wording of this. But he he posted that right. 
parents need a way to keep their their kids from uh, finding pornography. Yeah. Uh, and he it, he wrote this on Twitter, and then a kid responded and said, "As a teenager, I disagree with this. I think that pornography should be uh, available." And somebody else wrote, "As a teenager, you don't understand the." Uh, the problems that go into uh, that that pornography has on its sex workers and and he wrote back and said, as a teenager, I'm just trying to bust a nut, <laughs> which which was got retweeted uh, by a lot of people, and that's how I knew about this article. So news comes at you from all sorts of ways, news, Ben. Much like what happens when you any anyway. Oh, and and that's the other gross, thing. But- against it oh thank you uh that's okay now now uh uh just fast forward no don't okay so ben (laughs) here's the other thing uh it got me thinking about this though um because there's a there's a real thing that that uh people who are involved in porn uh run into all the time which is um, we, people say we should ban pornography because, uh, it, it, women are exploited in it and, and all the women who work in it is like, instead of taking this away from me, why don't you regu- like, yeah, regulate it, make a, you know, a, a sex workers union, if you will. Right. Why isn't there, and this is true, why isn't there something like, well, obviously you wouldn't want to call it SAG uh, for obvious reasons, but why isn't there something like SAG for porn workers? And, and maybe there is. Well, maybe because, there is, and they just don't live, have... It's because we live in such a Puritan nation. Right, and that's, and that's the, the, I guess, the thing, and I, I hate to uh, steal all these voters away from, from Yang, but uh, why... Why don't people see that by having a Puritan attitude, you're actually enabling the very problems that you want to take away by banning it? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to run for president, Ben. It's... But that might be my platform. Sex workers union. It just makes sense to me that... That it's it, it's the same thing with just you know the idea that you're providing service. Yes, you're using uh, your body as your as, but but in the same way, other work. Okay, this is uh, veering into Paul and Ben solve everything territory, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Why not? It sounds but, like a problem that needs to be solved. I think I think it would be. I guess the the big thing is I would vote for it if it came up. Um, <laughs> Phrasing, decriminalizing sex work is the basic idea. And is anybody you know, was that a plat, uh, was that a, a platform of Marianne Williamson? Oh, I don't know. Uh, is she the 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 I'm going to fight you with love person? I think so. Yeah, probably. I'll meet you. Uh, she said something like, I will meet you on that field or something. 
Yeah, I didn't. I haven't. Um, I didn't watch any of the debates she was in. Me neither. Um, although um, people have have mentioned that um, they and I don't. I think that it's that it uh, has worked. People were afraid that she would be getting votes just because people think that she's funny and they want to keep her in. <laughs> but she's also That's uh, how Trump very anti-medicine. And it would be uh, a problem if she got uh, voted in. I did not know that. Oh, part. hey, that's another thing. Ah, I've got another one, Ben. Ha ha. News quiz for me. News quiz for Ben. All right, bring it. Um, what? Yeah, as you know, because uh, you mentioned uh, how Trump kind of liked it. Uh, what? Um, what was one of the big things that the conservatives always want to do with government? Uh, that helped uh, them win this election. They want to do something with government. What is it? Uh, does it have something to do with making government smaller? Yes, it does. Is it? Does it have something to do with deregulation? Yes, it does. It's. Uh, does it have something to do with deregulating an industry? It does. Oh, you know it. You know it. I, I can feel it. I don't actually know it. I'm, I'm just going down. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm oh, following you're, you're branches. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's so, so it's a specific industry they want to deregulate that yes. helps them win elections. Um, n- not, this won't help the moon elections, no. Make, uh, it's just that they, they say, you know, when they get in, they're going to, uh, make the government smaller, get it out of your lives, that kind of thing. So it's obviously not healthcare. Uh, no, it is not healthcare. Uh, hmm. Now I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what, on, on what you're, you're thinking of in terms of what they want to deregulate. Okay, think about government agencies, different government agencies uh, removing power from them in some way. The CIA or the FBI? The Justice no. Department? No, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with... It has to do with things that keep us safe. The military... No. Um, <laughs> things that uh, keep us safe and healthy. Oh. Uh, uh, the FDA. The uh, Food and Drug Administration. Yes. Yes. So they want to... Okay. Um, oh, I think I, know, well, I think I know what you're talking about. They okay, want to, what is they want to let uh, food industries police themselves. Yes, that's right. Uh, and and one of the one of the things besides letting them police themselves, um, removing the speed limit of their factory floor, removing this. Uh, I didn't hear that part. Like literally the speed so, limit, or is this a metaphorical speed limit? Uh, it's a metaphorical. Th- well, well, sort of. I mean, the idea is that, uh, and this is specifically the pork industry. They're removing uh, some of the health inspectors and replacing them with. Uh, sorters so the idea is this this health inspection that fda was doing or uh, the usda sorry yeah uh the usda was doing um it was a health inspection they're they're sorting that's that's all they're sorting things and they are removing that position and they're going to be able to put it in uh, put it 
or fill it in with workers from their own industry who don't have necessarily any special training and they're going to speed up the line uh, which some people are saying uh, puts workers at risk because they can barely keep up as it is. Right. With it, it's something like a thousand per hour. So not only are you speeding up the rate of production, you're putting in unskilled labor. That is the idea and what people are uh, a little bit concerned about. Yeah, but I, I I got a glimpse of this story and, you know, this this administration is, they do things where you're just like, well, that's what this administration is doing because they're just flat out evil and ultimately whatever they're doing benefits somebody's bottom line. So, yeah. So the the these these meat packing companies, I'm assuming that they feel that they are not making as much money as they want to because of health inspectors making sure that our food is safe. Right. And the idea I, I would say if I'm if I'm gonna be charitable and, and give them the benefit of the doubt, what they're saying is um this is unnecessary to have these you know, we're being paid uh, to produce this stuff and we've got these workers from the government in our line who aren't beholden to us and therefore, you know, can cause us to have production delays and whatever. And so they're removing uh, an impediment to efficiency. I think might be a, a way for them to Ah, an to impediment it. to efficiency. Well, you Speaking know, they, of an impediment they can to efficiency, produce all they want, but you know, when people start uh, dying because of foodborne illnesses that were factory that that began in the factories, well, then you know, yeah, jokes on us. We um, the swine flu was a thing, wasn't? What was that? Is that a hmm? Anyway, I, not a. Don't remember. Not anything to worry about. Remember I'm being sure. a thing, but. All right. So, Ben. Yes. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to pull up your email and see if any corrections have come in yet. Uh oh. All right. Hang on a sec. They may not have yet. She might actually come in and tell me. Um, but I can't wait. Everybody can't wait. It's something worth asking. I do have a new email. Wait a minute. What? Yes. Who's it from? Well, it's from, oh, okay. it's from Jennifer Fact Checker. Okay. So that's great because now we can do our main segment, the segment that we do all the time. Hey, everybody. If you've listened to this, you know the spiel already. I'll tell you really quick. Ben and I uh, don't look stuff up uh, during the podcast. Uh, we don't look stuff up before the podcast either. We don't really plan on what we're going to be talking about. Uh, that's uh, probably plain, painfully obvious. Yeah, exactly. It's free form. Uh, also, we don't edit the program. Um, that's also and we don't have a lot of obvious. listeners. That's uh, maybe not as obvious, but you can probably guess as you listen to it. Uh, but that's fine because we're in it for the long haul. We're here to be a <laughs> historical reference for future generations who, who want to get just a, a cursory glimpse at what we think the news stories are. Exactly. Yeah. The, uh, what happened in the 21st century 
to, for the common person. <laughs> um, so the basic thing is that uh, because we don't look stuff up, uh, sometimes we get things wrong. And we thought, well, what are we going to do when future generations look to our podcast to find out about life in the 21st century? How are they going to know that what we're saying is correct? And the way that we do it is we ask you, the listening audience, to write to us at Ben's email at yahoo.com at gmail.com. Well, I just had a flash there. Is that right, Ben? I think it is. You know, 187 uh, episodes in, and yeah, you, you finally got it right. All right, awesome. So uh, write to us there and tell us uh, what we got wrong and what we could do better uh, fact-wise with the things we say out of our mouth holes. And luckily for us, uh, we have someone who does it pretty much every week. And it's my wife, Jennifer Pratt, Jennifer Fact Checker. She listens to the podcast. She writes about uh, what we could do and say better. And today, we are going to present those to you in our segment that we call Corrections. Ding! Ding. I think your intro to the corrections is going to be longer than the actual correction. There's just one today. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. And we'll try to make it take as long as possible. <laughs> we were talking about computers, and uh, I don't remember where this specific uh, quote came up. I, I, I never said this. Maybe you said it. I don't remember. But um, but I do remember talking about this one ad for a computer where it's like, this is yeah, the last that's computer what we were you'll about. ever need. And uh, it's future-proofed. Because it's so fast. Yeah. And, and I think uh, it was me. I was talking about it. And I think it was maybe Bill Gates, but I don't think I used his name, who said something like people would never need more than 16 megabytes or something to that effect. That is exactly like a, a very s- small number. Okay. So Bill, Gates, uh, so Bill Gates did not say no one needs more than 10 megabytes. Okay. Uh, in 1981, he allegedly said... 640k ought to be enough for anybody. Only now, oh. only now, it appears that he never said that. It was a quote made up for a book called Hackers by Stephen Levy. Oh man, keep it wrong, Stephen Levy. Why you do that for? <laughs> or Levy, oh. however you want to pronounce his name. Oh, probably, probably Levy. Hey, speaking of Levy, uh, Shit's Creek. I've never seen it. Uh. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of episodes. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I stopped watching it to watch other things. I watched uh, <laughs> Undone, which was pretty good. Um, Woo Assassin was okay. Uh, good fight scenes. The the dialogue uh, is not as good as I would like it, but Wait, I'm still giving it, it a called? shot. Woo Assassin? Wu Assassins. Uh, yeah, it takes place in Hong Kong, present day. Uh, it's a martial arts uh, thing. People fighting right on. martial art-wise and stuff. Um, yeah, but uh, there was something else that I watched. And I can't remember what it is. But uh, yeah, I've been seeing a lot, of, a lot of stuff on the TV, Ben. Oh, yeah? It's true. Uh oh oh shoot I almost got it uh oh yeah uh we already talked about it uh Mister in between <laughs> Mister in between pretty good also uh worth a look yeah if you're into Australian television I've, which I am I've not I've not watched any any TV outside of like 
car repair and home building shows. Lately. I finally watched uh, the Great British Bake Off. Oh yeah, <coughs> how'd you like that? Yeah, a lot of people have said that it's good, and it is. Did you um, watch it? Did you watch like before, uh, like uh, the original cast, or did you watch it with the, the new I'm watching, cast? I'm watching the original cast. Gotcha. Um, and I can't imagine uh, what it would be like with the new cast because the original cast is great. Yeah, that's that's Just that was the charming. sentiment of a lot of people, and I haven't heard actually if people have come around to the new cast. Yeah, when I heard about what it was, and it was basically that they uh, they asked for more, not not they uh, the the whole cast, but the people who were doing the show asked for more money. Or else they'd walk, and when they walked, then the other cast members uh, stayed, or not stayed, but out of loyalty, quit the show. I uh, guess I have no idea. Is what it sounded like. I, uh, I I heard that it had something to do with the channel they were on, like they were moving from like BBC yeah. to Channel Four. That's right. And some cast members just had a uh, like a uh, uh, they did not want to be on Channel Four. Right, or it, I mean, it could be even be that they have a contract with the BBC. Yeah. I don't know if that stuff still happens. It's probably but, it's probably you know nothing very simple. It's but you know a, a combination of all those things and more, which led to the decisions. Yeah. And you know the the big thing, I guess, is if if you work for the BBC, right. You might just have a loyalty, like an actual, like, mental loyal, like, you know, we think about business here in the United States and all that, but the BBC is an institution in a way that, right. you know, maybe you'd want to stick with them. Yeah. Conan O'Brien talked about how uh, he had a chance to go to Fox, but he wanted to to stay with NBC because um, the, he would then retain the rights to his uh, archive. Yeah. And stuff. Um, but in a way also, I mean, he talked about a little bit, you know, wanting to, to stick with NBC, which why, uh, and then, you know, the bitterness in his voice when he says, and look how that turned out. <laughs> so now he's um, on TBS. Yeah. I don't watch TBS. Um, don't have it. But I might get it if, uh, I don't know, Ben, coming down the line, we're getting... Close to bringing cable subscription back, sort of. We are, because there are so many different uh, uh, streaming services. And the streaming services are going to start bundling themselves together, which <laughs> sounds really familiar. Right. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're reverting back to cable, sadly enough. Yeah, but it's all right as long as it's the stuff that I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, that's the thing is that when when uh, e somebody has ESPN as part of their their bundle, and I was like, I don't want ESPN, and Jennifer's like, I'll watch ESPN, <laughs> and she will. That's the thing. Yeah, every but, once in a while, I like I, to watch the the you know random football game or baseball game. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Still. And I and I think I've realized now that um, that I turned a corner a little bit, in that in a way it's sort of theater, in a way. 
Sports? Oh, it's There's very much a, theater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like you know who's doing what and you can it Oh my god, Ben, sports or improv? <laughs> All right, I need a you color, a mascot, and, you... and a place to put the ball. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of the common uh sports bar improv crowd. Uh, suggestions for all those things. <laughs> the, those right. suggestions aren't uh, just uh, aren't just uh, kept in the sports bar. I think pretty much everywhere, improvisers have oh. to get suggestions from the audience. It's you're going to have a bad time. I'm thinking about Bob Odenkirk uh, because I just watched Undone. He was pretty good in that. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Bob Odenkirk and I uh, were both born in Berwyn, Illinois? I did not know that. And also, here's the other crazy thing. Bob Odenkirk uh, went to SIU, but he went to SIU-C, and I went to SIU-E, which are um, like an hour and a half away from each other. Is, is SIU-D in the middle there? No, there's no SIU-D. Dang it. They missed an uh, opportunity. But... Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville and Southern Illinois University at Columbia. Those are the two different places. Are those the and only speaking of two different places? Hey Benny! Are those the only two Southern Illinois University campuses? Uh, or are they I know of. scattered around Southern Illinois? Because it's a big place. Illinois. It has lots of South. Yeah. I think I think it's just those two. Oh, I can hear her. She's coming closer. I don't know if she heard me, though. She might just be walking around. Oh, yep, here she comes. All right, so um, Edward's been with me this entire time. And, Ben, did you see the me and Edward as a wizard and his dog? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What was, what's up with that? Uh, I'm going to dress up as a wizard for Halloween, and, and I had Jennifer take a test picture, and it looked really good, so <laughs> I posted it. Was this for, like, a work thing? Or just as you're walking uh, Betty around the neighborhood. Hi! Well, I'm walking Betty around. Hey, Betty! How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Uh, Betty has gotten, I believe, all the components for her Halloween costume. What's that going to be? I just need longer hair. Yeah. Um, she's Well, she's growing her hair out. Um, and I think it should be... I mean, you've got uh, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Uh, what, what are you going to be, Betty? What's your, uh... Someone in a creepy mask. Yeah, she's going to be someone in a creepy mask. Someone in a creepy mask. Maybe a broken doll, maybe something else. A broken doll, perhaps, maybe something else. She has this black and white dress, and she has this, this sort of half mask. Uh, it's pretty great. Cool. So just, just some random collection of costume pieces? Yep, exactly. And me... I'm going to be a wizard. A wizard. Mom doesn't know what she's going to be either. Yeah, she's Jennifer has a, a bunch of uh, costume pieces though that yeah. she's uh, assembling. I have a bunch of co- all... I have a bunch of Goody Lords costume pieces in my closet that if I ever went to any Halloween parties, I'd have plenty to pick from. Toe. Okay, uh t- so Bay's leaving. Bye, Betty. Bye. Oh, um did you Is she done ben, here? by the way? <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a video that uh, that Betty shared with me called Pig Day. 
called what? Uh, Pig Day? Pig Day? Yeah. Uh, I can share it with you, but here's the thing that's kind of crazy. Uh, it looks a little bit like the Daves. Uh, at least part of it. The Daves. There, it's, it's just this, rant, yeah, uh, you know, the pig janitors. Oh, the Daves. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. So they look. Oh they, my gosh! Did they did they steal yeah. our bit? No, well, not really. The they might have stole our look a little bit, but I don't think they they know our look. If you know what I mean. Right. Oh, oh, that's something I guess I can talk about just a little bit. Um, so I was watching um. This uh fan theory thing. Okay. On uh, Twin Peaks. And in the middle of the uh, of the theory, uh, the guy the guy's making a lot of sense to me, right? He's talking about all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then in the middle of it, he starts talking not not in the middle of it actually. It's sort of the the last third of it, I guess. He starts talking about um, he's like, and you know, the symbolism between this and this. Uh, here we see, um, you know. This thing and this thing, those work together to make uh, a reference to this character. And so they're they're leaving us all these clues. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is right. This is right. He's right. And then he goes, and then if you notice in this piece, uh, this is obviously a reference to this event in my life. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, no. And then he goes down sort of a rabbit hole talking about um how it all connects back to, to him where he is and, yeah. and where he's living and and events in his life well, I'm, I'm glad he's and, he's finding you know some sort of connection with the art but but the big thing is that uh the last part of it is him asking people to get him out of where he's living right now <laughs> and he wants to, you know, stay on your couch, all this. And this it, is was, a... it was one of those things of it, if it was a bit, right? Yeah, I was going to ask, written this, it, this isn't a sketch? I don't think it is. If I were him, no matter what, I would tell people it was a sketch. Because if it's a sketch, it's brilliant. <laughs> but I don't think it is. I think that he's really uh, got a problem with where he's living right now. And it, it, it is um, more personal than I would be comfortable being. Right. On the internet. Well, so some people, some people just find comfort in that, uh, you know, being able to say whatever they want on the internet, and yeah, not really yeah, knowing or caring if people hear it. I mean, and I was kind of that way for a little bit, uh, which is one of the reasons I removed my Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> and I brought it back, then removed it, and brought it back. And the, yeah, it's 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 one of those things of where I'm like. You know, everything's f here. This is the big thing. Everything's fine. And it's good to be open and all that until you meet that one person that you're like, oh, no. Oh, no, you're not going to be cool. Oh, no, you're going to be a problem. Now I can't hmm. be on here anymore. Why we can't have nice things. 
Exactly. And with that, Ben... Speaking of not nice things... I think one of the worst nice, not nice things... <laughs> hold on. We're getting there. Uh, yeah, it's time for us to go, Ben. Well, as uh, always. I always make people sad whenever it's time for us to leave, but <laughs> that's where we're at here in 2019. The last day of summer. Yeah. Uh, when when the people listen to this, it will be fall. It, they and, will. And the uh, the panel jumper live will uh, b- before we record next. The panel jumper live is going to happen at West of Linden. Oh, hey, go to that if yeah. you live in Seattle. If you live in Seattle and you're uh, hearing this, it's always always a good time. You're not Jennifer or Steve. Yeah, no, even 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 if you're hearing, even if you live in Seattle and you're not hearing this, still go. <laughs> Indeed, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty awesome, Ben. And uh, I don't know about you, but fall is my favorite month. Fall is your favorite month. Yeah. And I think I know why. <laughs> so, if you think about it, right? I was born I'm in May. I'm still trying to get past that sentence. June, July. Uh, oh, shoot! My favorite season, Ben. <laughs> it's my favorite season. <laughs> Okay, so May to June, July, August, September. Right? So we've got about we've got about four and a half months uh into fall. Uh that's how old I would be. So I'm thinking my brain is starting to work a little bit, and that's like the first real outside experience I had. Oh well, I don't know if it's true, I, but uh, I do like the I fall. Like I do like I do like the fall and the winter. I like the months between October and December. The but January and February and part of March just piss me off. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about this. March is the dumbest month, <laughs> which is why so we dumb. have that song March. Yeah, because it sucks <laughs> in general. Uh, like all your money's gone by that. T- I don't know how, but I've always gotten broke around March. Usually, yeah. March is only uh, redeeming guess... redeeming quality is that it's uh, my birthday is in March. Hey, well that's all right. That's all right. It is. Wait, when's your birthday, Ben? Tell everybody March. March ninth. March ninth, Ben's birthday. Get him something nice. Tune in. Tune in on March 9th yeah. when we have a special birthday episode. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put it on the calendar. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, Paul, I hope uh, hope you do me a favor and you keep it wrong. Hey, right back at you, Ben. Keep it wrong for me and the kids, won't you? All right. I'll keep All right. I only have one kid. <laughs> that, that I you know of. of. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe Jennifer's not telling me. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Oh, wouldn't that Ben? Just really quick. I'm sorry. I know we we're gonna end it, but could you imagine a, a mother? It's it, it's in the family. She got pregnant and she hid the child away from the rest of the family, and introduces the child when the child is like a teenager. That, has that ever been done? I don't think it has. I well, it, it's really hard for um for a mother to hide a pregnancy. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh. I'm guessing that's never happened. I'm. It's probably happened where the 
the father has sired someone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm talking about uh, like in a play or something. Right. Oh. <laughs> okay. Here, here's your All brother. Right. He's always lived here. He's you've always just missed him by five minutes. Exactly. All right, Ben. Keep it running. All right. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>